Thank you, Lord Jesus. I mean, knows there's no safer place to put your trust than in the Lord Jesus. As much as people love you, people will let you down. As much as you trust in government, government will let you down. Politics will let you down. Absolutely everything will let you down, except for Jesus. And then whenever you feel like he's let you down, it's simply because you've misunderstood what he's doing. And in reality, even in those times, he was working it for our good. Amen. So appreciate him today, don't you? Well, we're going to have Brother Homer to come and speak for us. For those of you that wasn't with us last night, he's done a really good job and putting the value on the word being in our hearts and being ready to leave the world, it being in our hearts. And he preached on an old man with gray hair, and he just covered a lot of territory. <laughs> Amen. I woke up this morning about four, and I was just laying there thinking and how that as human beings we're so much like the earth that we have lost so much. The earth has lost so much of its fertility, its ability to be able to reproduce what God gave it in the beginning. And I was thinking about us as humans, you know, as we, some people even before they get to be an old man or an old woman, they start losing their sight or their vision or their ability to reason. Uh, some of you sitting here today with contacts, some sitting with glasses, some of you lost your gallbladder, some of you lost this and that and the other, and you think, we're a, a losing people in a losing world. Everywhere we look around us, and there's only one hope for restoration, and that's our Lord Jesus. So take hope today. You lost your gallbladder, you got a new one waiting for you somewhere. You lost your vision, you lost your ability to be able to do all these different things. Aren't you glad, friends? This is not a dream. This is a reality. No wonder the whole earth is groaning. Brother Homer and I was talking about it yesterday. I said, you imagine when Paul wrote that in Romans 8, 2,000 years ago, the whole creation is groaning and travailing together in pain until now. What would he say now? If Brother Branham said it was so dark when he was here years ago. What in the world would he say about an age that we're living in now? I'm glad there's a hope. And there's only one hope for the church in this hour. And that's the coming of the Lord Jesus. God bless you. Let's stand together. <clears throat> so happy to have you with us today. Just trust the Lord will speak to us what we have need of. So old people, young people, you know, used to, it was years ago, it was the old people that had so many of the problems. But each generation, truly, as the scripture says, they are getting weaker and wiser, smarter, more intellectual, no more. But look at our children, look at our grandchildren, their bodies and the things that we've handed down to them. Things that they eat, what's it doing? It's absolutely eroding everything about them. Oh, the prophet said if there was another generation, they'd live by a pill. They'd take a pill to get up, take one to get down. You imagine this? Now, he says this years and years ago, they wasn't even doing that yet. It's exactly in our day. Now, I know some of you young people may look at them poor old people and say, poor old mom and dad, poor old brother Homer. Poor old brother Donnie. Listen, young people, y'all need to change just like we do. It ain't just us old folks that need it. We all need a change. Ain't that right, brother Jesse? We all need a change. Praise God. I'm so glad that it's waiting for us. Amen. God sends us his gifts to the earth to be able to minister to us, to help us be ready for that great, wonderful change that is coming upon this earth, this earth. God bless you.
so glad to have a special, 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 special. Whenever I announce that, my granddaughter and a couple of sisters from the church come up to my house Sunday to try to figure out who in the world it was. And uh, so they started texting me, uh, uh, Courtney did text me and asking me about it. I said, is he young? Is he handsome? I said, well, he would, he would be young compared to some. I was thinking about Methuselah and Lamech and Enoch, you know, maybe. Is he handsome? I, I said, well, he has two ears, two eyes, two hands, and two feet, and he drives a red truck. So the mystery just got greater and greater on Wednesday night. Even the adults were so curious. They just wondered, who in the world? Well, here you go. Love you, buddy. <laughs> well, what can I say? I told him the other night, and he was talking about old people. I said, you know what's good about being old? Getting old? A lot of people didn't. <laughs> That's what I like about getting old. A lot of people didn't. Amen. I said, you know, I don't mind getting old. My body has a problem with it. Amen, amen. So, amen. It's just good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. I trust you feeling well. Amen. And so, uh, uh, I just, I, I just, I don't know what all he said. I couldn't hear him too good. But just take a little bit of it, you know. <laughs> amen. Well, amen. You know, it's the Lord's day. Every day is the Lord's day. Amen. We're above, we're above ground. Amen, and we thank God for that. Amen, just a little bit, maybe this morning, I, I, I'll try to hurry as much as I can so we can have dinner later. Donnie's going by. And uh, <clears throat> so, so we'll get out of here as soon as we can. Amen. So uh, I want you to turn with me this, evening, this morning, if you would, in Luke chapter 8. In Luke chapter 8, we want to look at something. I'd like to take a little thought this morning, if I could, the cry of one soul. The cry of one soul. Amen. Amen. And I want to maybe just deal with that maybe just for a little while. Somebody said, well, I think I've heard that before. And I said, well, quit following the preacher around. <laughs> I mean, you know, after all, you know, evangelists ain't supposed to have about 14 sermons. <laughs> so if you don't like it, don't follow him around no more. <laughs> I remember one time at the camp meeting, I told Brother Hildebrand, I said, he preached up there at the camp meeting. I said, Harold, I've heard that about three times. And he said, so when he got up there, he said, Homer, I don't care if you heard it three times, going to do it one more time. That'll be the fourth one. <laughs> I said, it gets better with age. <laughs> Amen. Luke chapter, Luke chapter 8, I want to read a <clears throat> few verses of the scripture there, if we could, this, this morning. Amen. And see if the Lord will help us. Verse 29, he said, in for, for he had commanded the unclean spirits to come out of the man. For oftentimes he had caught him, and he had kept him bound with chains. 
and in feathers, and he brake he break the bands, and he was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command that he would not command them to go into the deep. And there was there a herd of swine, many swines feeding in the mountain, and they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them. And he suffered them, and then the devil then went the devils out of the man, and he entered into the swines, and the herd ran violent down in the deep place into the lake, and they were choked. And they that fed them saw that saw what was done, and they fled, and they went and told it to the city and in the country. And then they went out to see what was done, and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. Can we pray? Heavenly Father, this morning I want to just say thank you for being God. Thank you, Lord, this morning that you're certainly mindful of us this morning. You people that's driven to be here this morning, Father and Lord, and, and I've asked you to help them, Father. And I ask you to use this vessel, Father, to speak through this morning and just have, have your way. And, and <clears throat> Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would, Lord, just be so mindful of the sick, Lord, and the needy, Brother Lord, Brother Weston's father says, well, Sister Barbara's really sick, Father, and I just pray, would you just minister, Father? Lord, I just pray, Father, for each, and maybe some I don't even know about it in here, but I pray, Father, that you would touch those, Lord. And Lord, I pray, Father, this morning that you'll bless this church, Father, the pastor, Lord, everyone, Lord, that's being participated here, Father, bless them this morning. And Lord, we be careful to love you. Bless the church at home, Lord. Bless them, Father, this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. And I'd like to look at this story by maybe just for a, uh, a little while by the help of the Lord. And, and uh, as I was, you know, as I look at this many, many times, and, and I thought if you ever saw predestination, you see predestination in this story. And because we find out, and according to the prophet of God, now the prophet of God says, now, you know, now here's a maniac. Lord, let's get it down. You know, he's, not, he's not in his right mind. So he's totally insane. All right, amen. But the, amen, the prophet of God says that his soul was crying out. So I want you to notice something this morning by the help of the Lord. Amen. Now you thought, well, one day I heard this and I came. I said, but the Bible says, amen, that this man was totally a maniac. He was totally out of his mind. He was totally a wreck. But we find out that here's a man called Jesus. Amen. He says, now he crosses, now the prophet of God says he, he crosses a stormy sea to get to one man because his soul was crying. Now this man was not interested in Jesus. He, didn't, he wasn't interested in getting saved. He wasn't even interested in getting delivered. Amen, amen, because, amen, he, he had been like this for, for a while, amen, but, but I thought how many times, amen, that his soul, amen, must have been tormented by this evil spirit. Come on, church. Amen, because before you got saved, 
Amen. God, amen. Now, Brother Benham said, now here Jesus, he's crossing, amen, this rugged sea. I mean, he's tossed to and fro because there's a soul crying. Now, amen, so this soul begins to cry out, so it moves Jesus. And when I begin to think of that, amen, and I thought, how many, what did, what did God cross to get to you? What did God cross? Amen. Some was drugs, some was alcohol, some was everything else. God came across, amen, all kind of situation to get to you. You was not crying. Your soul was crying out because you was a predestinated seed. You wasn't hunger for God. You didn't have a clue that you'd ever come to God. But your soul was crying out. Something was hungry for God. And little did you know that it was you. And Brother Branham said, now I want you to notice, amen. Amen, here's the sea. It's tossed him to and fro. But he said, I've got my mind set on one thing. And that soul is crying out. Thank God this morning. Thank God, amen, that there was something beyond you was crying out to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So the prophet of God says it like this. He said, look, he said, over the sea, amen, all the way over a stormy sea to help one single soul. One single person. Amen. Amen. Isn't it strange when he gets in contact with him? Amen. This guy tries to kill him. Oh, come on, church. Loosen up a little bit. Shake off these heavy bands. Come on. Amen. So he's out there. Amen. So Jesus is crossing all this trouble. Amen. You said, I didn't do drugs. You might have been behind something on the wall. Amen. You were settled behind the wall. Amen. You thought, amen. This is the only church that's going. Right? Amen. Amen. So, amen. He had to fight over that organized spirit. He had to come over that spirit. Amen. Why? Because your soul was crying. There's something inside was hungering. Amen. Amen. And when you know, when you heard the message, amen, amen, you wanted to rebuke it. You wanted to get away from it. You didn't want no part of it. But your soul wouldn't let you leave. It wouldn't let him leave. Amen. It kept him coming. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Thank God this morning. Amen. Amen. He says, he said, look, he's, Jesus, Brother Manor said, Jesus sees this man in trouble. He's in trouble, amen. Sure he's in trouble. He's a maniac. Amen, Brother Manor said, oftentimes he would kill the people if he could. Amen. Amen, but his soul, catch the picture. Catch your picture. This is us. This is us. We put him through a lot of stuff. I don't want to hear that tape. I don't want to hear about that message. And Jesus said, he's just mentally disturbed. He's mentally messed up. Because he don't know it, his soul is trying out. That's the reason Brother Brown said on thinking man's filter, I believe it is. He said, your soul comes predestinated from God. Is that right? 
So, amen, something's crying. Amen. So I thought, isn't it amazing? Amen. He said, here's a man's in trouble. Amen. Amen. Did you know the prophet of God said, as record shows, whether it is or not, amen, I'll just take his word for it. Amen. Brother Brown said, when Jesus passed through Gadaria, amen, not another, no other soul got it. No other soul. Amen. It might have not been nobody else in your family got it. Nobody else got it. Amen. But your soul was crying. You were so full of organized religion. You were so full of the devil. Amen. You were so full of habits. Amen. But God, amen, who is rich in mercy. Amen. He heard your soul because he planted that seed in your soul. Amen. And that's what he came to. He's not interested in this body. He's not interested in this body. He's interested in that soul because you'll have a change of body. And you say, Amen. Amen. He said, I crossed this. Amen. I crossed over the sea. It's a raging thing. Amen. Why? Because, Amen, no matter what he saw, Amen, no matter, Amen, all the toils of the road would seem nothing. Because Jesus said, I got to get to that one. I got to get to that one. Remember, you remember John 4? I must go by. I must go by. Oh, I'll tell you what, makes me want to, makes me want to shout. Go way down yonder in Louisiana. Amen. There I was. Amen. Amen. I thought I was doing all right. I thought I was happy enough. But there was a soul crying out. There was something hungering in there. I didn't know how to feed it. I didn't know where to go to do it. Amen. So he crossed over. He crossed over. And he came to me. When I couldn't go to where he was, he came to me. Amen. The prophet of God said they had him bound. And the Bible said he was bound in the, in the cemetery. And Brother Bram said he had found a good church home. That's where a lot of these dead marks, they found a good church home. I'm going to preach anyhow. <laughs> Hey, listen, when you get as old as I am, you don't really hardly know nothing else. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I told somebody, I said, if I can live to the, uh, the 20th of this month, I'll be 77. I can't hardly wait. <laughs> Amen. But you know what, church? Amen. Here you are. Amen, half of him. Amen, I look out here, I see different ones that I personally know. Eddie Gilreath. <laughs> Amen, you know what? Amen, he, he wasn't looking for God. Amen, he was as far as west. Amen, it's east as west. What happened? Something was crying out that he knew nothing about. He knew nothing about. Amen, you didn't know nothing about it. Amen. You know, you know, hey, you went to town, you went to church, you shouted, you done the pinups, you done everything. Right, amen. 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 When they started talking about a message, amen. Hey, look, I got more than they got. You know? Amen. You hear this? Amen. But there was something crying out. Amen. There was something crying out. And how did you know? How did you know? Amen. How would this man know that his soul was hungry for God? How would he know? There's no way for him to know. He's a, he's a man. His mind's gone. Right? 
Amen. He, he, he's totally a wreck. Amen. And so he's sitting out there and God said, that's one of mine. And the people would have laughed him to scorn. Are, are, are you crazy? Man, have you lost your mind? That's one of mine. Isn't that what the disciples said about the woman at the well? If he knew what kind of this woman. He didn't care what the frame was. It was the soul part of it. Amen. Church, amen. Look at you. Amen. Amen. You know, he wouldn't just come to you because, amen, you who you are. Amen. He came because something he had planted in there. Amen. Amen. So he, amen. Here's a woman at the well. The Bible said, he said, I must. I must. I'm desperate. I've got to go by the well. i got to go down there. Why? She didn't know it. She argued with him. She must have been a good Pentecostal. <laughs> huh? And that's the reason, amen. We couldn't see predestination to Pentecost. That's the reason we got the Holy Ghost every service. Amen. You get saved all over every time. Yeah. I missed I missed two times not speaking in tongues, so I gotta get I gotta get it again. Amen. It's the truth anyhow. Amen. I remember the first time, you know, everyone went to try to get it. You know, they tell you how to get it. And then they help you try to get it. I told them I said they know start pulling on your jaw. And I said, ain't no way you're not having no stomach and lip. You try to talk with somebody putting your jaw. This ain't a game. It's not funny. Hey, man, it's the truth. You know, practice sometimes you get home. You take your jaw and start wiggling it around and see what you say. <laughs> and it's the truth. Amen. They slap you on the back, slap you, slap you, slap you, slap you. Amen. You want to get something so they quit hitting you. I saw this boy getting baptized one time, and you know, before he could say anything, they baptized him again. I thought, get it, man, get it. You know, I thought they're gonna drown you if you don't. I mean, it's a fact. This is not, this is not joke. Amen. It sounds funny, but that's the way it was. And he had to fight over that. He had to come over that. He had to struggle through that to get to you. Why? Because your soul was crying. You were so dogmatic, amen, up here. But down here, there was another cry. There's another cry down in there. Amen. You didn't know how to satisfy that. It came in. You, you, you drank and you done smoked and you done this. Amen. You done that. Amen. Isn't it strange? When you was in the normal, you done everything they told you. But now we're in a message. And it's hard for us to keep up with what he told us. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, somebody told me, I said, don't preach on do's and don'ts. I said, I don't. I preach on, I want to stir up your mind, your pure minds in a way it remembers, though you know this. That ain't do's and don'ts, that's reminding. Is that all right? 
Amen. Amen. So I want to remind you. Amen. There's still a law of the word of God. And he has to fight over that. Amen. He still has to fight over it. Amen. Amen. And so the prophet of God says, Amen. So he goes, she, he goes to the woman at the well. Amen. He said, I must go. Amen. You, ever, you, ever, you ever seen that desperation? I must do it. That's a must. So, amen, what happens? Amen, when he gets there, amen, here comes this woman. <laughs> amen. She's so religious. Right? She starts telling him, let me preach to you. Guess who this well belongs to? Our father Jacob. But she's a whore. Right? Hey, look. She was telling him there's the three pool payment of that, that well. <laughs> she said, Jacob drank here. His kids drank here. His cows drank here. I like what Jack Cole said. And they might said, my mama sat on that pew. My daddy sat on that pew. And he said, pew, pew. <laughs> Amen. See, Jesus has to fight over this stuff. He straggles, amen, over this stuff. Amen, amen, amen. So he says, amen, he said, woman, you just give me a drink of it. If you think it's so rich, it's so wonderful, give me a drink. <laughs> she said, well, I'll tell you what, amen, it's deep. And he said, you ain't got enough to, you ain't got nothing to draw about it. He said, I'll tell you what, you give me a drink. He said, but I'm going to give you something in exchange. <laughs> Amen, I'm going to give you something in exchange. Amen. amen, sometimes that's the way it happens. Amen, amen, a widow woman, amen, what'd she do? I mean, a woman gave Elijah something and he gave her something in exchange. <laughs> that clock looks like it's nearly 12 o'clock. It's time to go. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? What's he said? I'm going to give you something in exchange. He said, I'm going to tell you what, you're fixing to get so full. Hey amen. You're going to forget about a lot of problems. You're going to, hey amen. I'm going to tell you what. He said, now, you're going to get over husbands. Hey amen. You ain't going to have to run after, hey amen, another man. Hey I'm fixing to give you something. Hey amen. She said, hey, look, she's, she's wondering what, what, what all about this. Hey amen. She didn't have a clue that her soul was crying out. She didn't have a clue, you know, that her soul was hungering for something. Amen. amen. And I, I can see him, amen, after he began to talk to her, amen, and he began to tell her, you know, the water that I give you will never thirst again. Now, which, which part is he talking about? Because she was going to always be thirsty again as a natural person. But he said, I'm going to tell you what, when you take this water, you ain't going to hunt another man. You can throw away, amen, you can throw away all them old duplicate, amen, marriage license. Because half of them ain't right to start with. <laughs> right? Said, I'm fixing to give you something that's going to satisfy you. See, she don't have a clue. She don't have a clue. It's her inner man. It's that inner man. That's what's, amen, that's what's so, amen, that's what's so hungry this morning. 
That's what hunger is, amen. That's what keeps you going every day of your life is the hunger of that soul. Amen. It's not, amen, your intellect. Amen. You get discouraged in this part. Amen. There's a lot of discouragement in this part. Amen. Amen. But you know what? There's a lot of encouragement in the inner man. Amen. She got, amen. Once she got that water, amen, she said, amen, she said, water I give you will never thirst again. And I can see her getting all revived now. I can see her, amen, building up. And I don't think she said, well, sir, give me some of that. I feel like she's, amen, blurted out. Sir, give me this water. Give me a drink of this. Now her soul is coming up. Her soul is coming up. Now her soul is, is getting excited. Amen. Amen. When she got a drink, what she do was, she didn't come and say, well, I'll I tell you what, I might just find me a good church and sit down. Your Bible said he run into the city. She wasn't even supposed to be in there. See what it does to you once you get a drink? Once your soul gets satisfied, you can't keep it to yourself. You gotta tell somebody else. Hallelujah. Brother Randall said in his, in his presence, Brother Randall said, you're obligated, you're responsible to tell somebody else. Praise the Lord. You remember, you remember the Bible says in Acts 8, 27, hey man, that was a eunuch. Huh? A eunuch, nobody else. The queen is out of, out of socket. And here's Philip over here having a wonderful time. I mean, he's having a revival. All of a sudden, the Spirit of God says, hey, you got to go, baby. <laughs> you got to get out of here. Where am I going? Amen. Amen. He says, I got a guy over there hungry. His soul's crying out. I got a guy over there hungry. I got a eunuch over there. He's hungry. His soul's hungry. He don't know how. Amen. His mind, amen, don't comprehend what he reads. Amen. All of a sudden, the Spirit of God picks up Philip, transports him around. Man, what transportation? You know, sometimes I tell you, I, when I'm flying, I'm scared. <laughs> I think, man, that thing's shaking and rattling and rolling. I think, God, I told somebody, I said, if I'm going to be in a plane wreck, let it blow up in there. <laughs> you said, why that? I said, I don't have time to think if it's coming down. It's picking up. <laughs> Well, do you? I don't have to think about it. We're going to hit the ground. <laughs> Amen. I'd like to go like Philip goes. So he said, one day we will. He said, one day we will. We'll travel as a thought. Is that all right? Amen. That's what he said. Amen. I thought, well, isn't that wonderful? Amen. Thank God. That's how... No, go through no customs. You had to go through nothing. We're going through it now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. We're getting it all done now. The prophet of God says, Amen. So, Amen. Here comes the disciples up, you know, and they said, Oh my, look at him. Amen. He said, This is what I must come by. I had to come because she's here. Amen. I had to come. I had to come. And she didn't have a cross. She's arguing with him. She's trying to tell him her religious purpose. Oh, didn't you remember those days? 
Oh, come on, you bunch of people. Don't you remember those days? Shoot, I know every word. I know how to dot it and all the T's and everything. You told him. Amen, after you got through. Amen. He was dealing with the inner man. Amen. And you know what? At some reason or another, you started feeling real good because your soul's getting satisfied. Come on, church. To me, I, I, to me, this is what predestination means. You ain't got to come up there and say, well, hey amen. Look, Brother Brown preached predestination. Now I want you all to know about it. Most of you, amen, predestinated and amen, went right out of the church. Out there living in the world saying, well, we was predestinated. And I believe it was. I believe we were predestinated because there's two of them. One of them to condemnation, the other to the, amen, the glory of God. <laughs> amen, so you both got a little bit of it. Amen, it's the truth, isn't it? Amen, amen. So he says, look, amen. So Philip picks up over there and he said, hey, look, I understand what they're reading. He said, I, I can't, ain't no woman to tell me, no man to tell me. Amen, that's where it comes from nowadays. Amen, that's how she feels. Amen, amen. What's what he says then? Amen, he said, look, I don't understand. I don't understand, who's he talking about? Amen, why are you reading it about? Amen, why, because there's something hungering in my soul. And what, what, what did he send Philip for? Philip must have had to jam her life. Amen. Well, amen. Well, look, when the angel come to Cornelius, he didn't have the germ of life. <laughs> he didn't have the germ of life. Amen. So they had to go send Peter. Cornelius, Brother Bram spoke the word, read the seed. Brother Bram said, Amen. What it was, angel of the Lord didn't have the germ of life. It took Peter. Amen. Peter had the Holy Ghost. Peter had the germ of life. Amen. And this man's soul was crying out for what Peter had. He was crying out. His soul was crying out. Amen. He didn't have a clue. Amen. He was of the wrong band. Amen. But his soul was crying out, amen, for this Holy Ghost to come. Amen. Why didn't the angel say, okay, we can just give you the Holy Ghost since you prayed? It don't work that way. Amen. Amen. Brother Brown said Abraham was sterile. Did he? He said he was sterile so he couldn't produce. Right? Until there was a change. Then when the change came, amen, he was productive. Glory to God in hell. Amen. Amen. Isn't that the truth? Amen. Amen. So, amen. So, amen. The angel of the Lord, he wasn't productive. He was a messenger. He just told him. Amen. Amen. That's why this seed, this message, amen, brings that soul man alive because, amen, it had the germ of life. It had the germ of life, amen, to, amen, to reproduce. Is that right? Philip, amen, had something, amen, to reproduce in a unit because of the soul. Amen, he was already a good religious man because he was reading the Bible. Amen, we, had, we, amen, we knew the Bible. Church age book said we did. We had, we had the Bibles. We had the truths of it but we didn't have the revelation of it because we had nobody with a germ of life, amen, to impregnate that seed, amen, that God had placed there. <laughs> Is that all right? Amen, amen, amen. That's the reason you got a church here. 
Amen. Somebody, amen, that can reproduce. Somebody with a germ of life. Amen. Take it real, take, take it however you want to. That's the reason the prophet of God said, and the pastor's a husband spiritually speaking. Amen. Why? Because he has a germ of life. Amen. To be, give back or to impregnate, amen, the body. Hey, sorry. So Philip had the germ of life to impregnate him. Amen. Amen. Look, see, he's reading. He's studying the Word of God. Right? He's studying the Word of God. But he has nothing to quicken. Amen. Nobody's come by, amen, with a seed germ to quicken. <laughs> but his soul was sitting there crying, hungry. And you know, isn't it strange? He was all alone. Queen's gone. Amen. He didn't even invite a congregation. Amen. Because he was sent to that one man. One man. Amen. Woman at the well. One woman. Amen. Many. Amen. Amen. Many widow women. One. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Many. Amen. In that day. Many leopards. One. One. Send him to one. Amen. Amen. Many people. My big family. One. See, amen. Amen. You always know, say, well, amen. What about these people? What about that people? It ain't what I think. What about these people? What did God send to? What did God send you to? Amen. Amen. Is this all right? Amen. Amen. You know, uh, <laughs> if I fool around and mess up, Donnie ain't going to buy my dinner. <laughs> now, Brother Brown said, he said that maniac over there that was bound and in a tomb across over the stormy sea. So I crossed this, he said. He crosses this him for one man in trouble. That man didn't realize he was in trouble. That was a, that, that was a way of life to him. Amen. That's just his way of life. Amen. He didn't feel like his, what part of him that was God looking at? Because one day that body's going to be changed. It ain't going in. You think his glasses are going in? I hope not. But if, amen, if that's the only way I could go in, I'd let me have them. <laughs> amen. I just want to be there. But I'm going to tell you what, church, amen, it's going to be the inner side taking me there. Amen. I, all my preaching ain't going to take me there. Amen. All my going to church ain't going to take me there. It's what he came to. It was a part he came to, amen, that was hungering. And if that hunger, it was ever there, it's still there. Is that all right, church? Amen. So he said, uh, he said this man's in trouble. Huh? Can you imagine what his disciples thought? Are you nuts? I mean, look at the people. They all scared this guy. <laughs> and that devil wasn't scared of Jesus. <laughs> he wasn't scared of him. He runs out on him. <laughs> Amen. So Jesus is not just looking at the outer appearance. He's looking down on the inside that he was sent to. He said, that man is in trouble. That man don't belong in there. <laughs> that man don't belong in Pentecost. That man don't belong in the Baptist. That don't, 
belong in the church of Christ. That man don't belong in there. I'm looking down in there. And I'm drawing that out of there. Amen. Amen. Why? Because I've been sent to pull that out. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Sometimes it's still, amen. You ever try to witness somebody that really, you know, that, amen, they had the seed of life and they tormented you trying to get two to them? Forget it. <laughs> had this friend one time, he got the revelation of water baptism. He thought, my wife's just got to see this. She's going to want this. So he gets the scriptures together and he runs home and he lays it out. She said, I don't see it. So the next day, while he's on his job, he's dealing all these scriptures. I'm on, she going to see it today. <laughs> he says, look here, huh? She said, I don't see it. <laughs> that third time, he said, I don't see it. He said, just don't believe that's all you are. few days rocked on, he'd come home from work that day and she said, you know what she was telling me about that? Yeah, you don't, yeah, you just unbelievable. She said, I see it. <laughs> I understand what you're reading, amen. Amen, she said, well, hey, look, I've tried it. I heard you tell me, but now he dropped down. <laughs> now I see it. Huh? Now I see it. Amen. So what is it? Now we go to the water hole. Hmm. Amen. What do you need to say? What's the water? Man. Now, now, now you don't you quicken the germ of life in me. Amen. Now here's another step. Let's go be baptized. Isn't it strange? Your Bible don't even say that he looked for that. He looked for Philip anymore. Philip was caught away. Where'd this guy come from? Who is this guy? What happened to this guy? You know what? His soul got satisfied. His soul got satisfied. Hey, hey, look, I'm not worried about everything else. Amen. Mama don't go, I'm going anyhow. Daddy don't go, I'm gonna go anyhow. Preacher don't go, I'm gonna just go on anyhow. <laughs> amen. 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 So see, amen. So here he is, God's sitting him. To all these places. Why? Why? It didn't look like they, they really wanted him. The woman at the well didn't act like she was. Hey, look, she was pretty satisfied in her flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me ask you this then. When you was in the world, you that were, amen, you thought she was pretty well satisfied. You thought she was happy until you got saved. Then the Bible says the ways of a transgressor's heart. And you thought, I didn't know I was living so bad. Amen. I think it's a little bit of that gray hair was cause of that. <laughs> Amen. The way you live a lot of times. Hard. But the Bible says the ways of a transgressor is hard and you thought you were having a good time. It's the truth anyhow. Amen. Amen. You know what? Amen. So, so she said, look. Amen. I want to tell you what. Amen. We got it pretty good here. Amen. Then we find out. Amen. The scripture says it. Jesus walking around one day, passes a tree, man hid up there. Man hid up there, he stops, he ain't looking up. He ain't gotta look up. 
There's a soul crying out. There's a man called Zacchaeus up there. <laughs> Amen. 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 He said, hey, Zacchaeus, come down. Let's go home with you, buddy. He's going to take him to that house, and he's going to take him to that house. See, Brother Random tells us a story, amen, how that he's going to tell him a piece of his mind and all that, amen. He didn't realize his soul was fixing to tell him something. Did you know, you know, the Bible said, the Bible tells me that he was already a son of Abraham, a seed of Abraham. <laughs> amen. All this group, Zacchaeus in the tree. <laughs> Ain't no telling where you were. <laughs> may have been in a bar room, may have been under a car. <laughs> Could have been a lot of places, no matter where you was. He stopped by and he said, Jack Yance, <laughs> Jack Yance, amen. Come go home with me today. Why, amen, why? I'm a stunch Pentecostal. Yeah, I'm a, I've been fighting through that. I've been battling through that. Amen. I've been battling here. Well, hey man, I'm going to stay here. And he said, you just think you are. I got another signal from the inner man. Huh? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to go home with you today. Amen. Zacchaeus, what are you doing up there? If you'd have stayed down here, you'd have saved yourself a lot of trouble. I'm going to get you anyhow. You know, Brother Brown dramatizes and he said he picks up the garbage cans and everything else and gets over and climbs up there and he snatches a hog. Amen. That's the way your sins are. When he found us, we was nice as a hog. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. So what do you do with us? He said, hey, I want you, I want you to go. I want, I want to go down to your house. I remember the guy when he witnessed to me. Guy witnessed to me. He come over there and you know, I'm not interested in the message. Bingo. No, I ain't interested in nothing. I'm watching television. I'm in my room talking. I'm in my living room watching television. This guy comes to my house. And I thought, what do you want? <laughs> he comes in my house and he said, let's go in the kitchen. I thought, now this dude's coming in my house. I'm watching television, which I love. Oh, come on, y'all. Man, when my day, hey man, we watched it till the little light went off. Now they got five, six hundred channels, so it don't never go off. Ain't no telling what we'd have done then. <laughs> never would have went to work. We wouldn't have been able. <laughs> Guy told me just to go in the kitchen, so he gets in there. You know what he wants to do? He talk, talk about this message. Talk about, it, and I thought, man, what's the matter with you? Finally, he said, I got to go, and I thought, praise the Lord. <laughs> Lord of God, that baby's gone. <laughs> I didn't know he was quickening something in there. I didn't know what he was doing to me. I thought I was hating him. But God sent him down there. <laughs> come on, church. So, you know, it rocked on. I'm, I'm real happy. And so a few days later, he come back. And I thought, Jesus, yeah, mercy, mercy. <laughs> I'm so mad at him. 
I'm, trying, I'm honest, I made him. I didn't like him. I didn't like what he had to say. Hey, hey, we're already, we're already good. Amen. We're good Baptist charismatics. We're good, man. We're good. Amen. We like some of the message people now. You don't have to go to church all the time. <laughs> so he said, here he goes. Talk about this stuff. Talk about this stuff. And I thought, God have mercy. Man, I was so glad he was getting ready to leave. But you know what? I didn't know what he's doing. I didn't know what God was doing. I didn't know what God was doing. Amen. So he did that three times, and I thought, I've about had all this guy I can stand. <laughs> three times. And that was it. He never come back. But my next move was, I saw him on the side of the road. I stopped. I jumped the fence where he was at over there, and I said, hey, I won't come over and let you play me two or three of them tapes. No, there. Not there. And then he comes up with it. You, 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 man, you can't play two or three of them. I said, why not? You, you've been bugging me. You want me to hear them? Now you can't play them. He said, you don't realize how long we are. Who cares about time? When you're hungry on the inside. What did Brother Bram say about time? Brother Bram said, the greatest enemy God's got time and sight. <laughs> Time is sight, amen? So he said, yeah, look. So anyhow, so he said, I tell you what, come over to the house. I'm gonna play you one of them tapes. So I went over, <laughs> he reaches over and pulls out question and answers. I thought, oh God, what is this man talking about? <laughs> you know what I told him? I said, that man don't believe nothing, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I was so glad because if he'd have believed what I'd been in, he'd have been in the same mess I was in. Amen. Guess what? I just had my jubilee last month, month or last. February the 16th was 50 years when I come in. <laughs> February 16th, 1969. Amen, I came. Amen. February the 16th, amen. Amen. February this year, amen, was 50 years. That was my jubilee. <laughs> 50 years of jubilee. Amen? So I had a jubilee. Amen. Amen. You know what? It gets better and gooder. Ain't it the truth? I didn't know. I didn't know I had a cry on the inside. I didn't know my soul was crying out. I didn't know that, Brother, brother Terry. Amen. I, I, I thought this guy just aggravating me. He wants to give me his doctrine. Amen. No, God wanted to give me his love. Amen. God wanted to share his love with me. Amen. Because why? Amen. God is love. Amen. And love is corrective. Yes, and love, amen, is a sustainer. Amen. And so he was giving me through this guy, amen, the word of God amen. and the love of God. And when I met this message and the prophet of God, it was a germ of life right. to quicken this inner man. And I come to life. And now I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Let's stand our feet and give God the glory. God bless you in Jesus' name.
where do you find you? Up a tree in a church, in a bar room, some system somewhere. You didn't even know. Your soul was crying out. Many, many of y'all can fellowship with Brother Homer and saying these things. You was satisfied, you thought, and you was happy going here and there. And, but yet something down inside you calling out for more. Praise the Lord. I can see this man as he comes to himself occasionally wondering, where am I? What am I doing? And then this devil would take him over again and his mind would go far from him and he would go to cutting himself with stones. He was in such a horrible shape. But Jesus, on the other side of the lake, Same way with you. You drink and you'd try this and that and the other. The rest of you that was religious, you'd go to this church and that church. Yet your soul was crying out. Jesus must needs come through Happy Valley this morning. Amen. Maybe, maybe he's reaching to you to take you to a, a deeper place. For many of us, no doubt it's to remind us of where he's brought us from. So we don't somehow think we did it. Well, I prayed and I done this and that and the other. Friends, for the most part, we was insane. We was out of our mind. Only the Holy Ghost filled people are in the right mind. But yet God in his mercy reached down to us. Don't you appreciate him today? Don't you appreciate these guys? Thank you, Brother Homer. Wonderful guy. Let's just bow our heads, if you would. Maybe there's one here today, or one out streaming the service, or somebody that'll archive it. God has used this man somehow to speak something to you today. Maybe you're already a Christian, you love the Lord, but God has used him to help you see that there's a, a more consecrated place that you can walk. Or maybe for some of you, it's just a, a reminder, a stirring up of that which God has done for you, lest we would think somehow we did it. You'd like to be remembered today before the Lord, would you just raise your hand to him? Amen. Father, thank you so much. Lord, I'm sure that each of us, as we sat here today and heard these things, our minds went back to where it was when you found us. Every example Brother Homer used was one different from the other. A man that was in the tombs. Yet the woman at the well was not in the tombs, but she still needed you. Cornelius, Zacchaeus all the different ones. If each of us would have our story written in the Bible, it would be the same way. One, you found us in a Baptist church, a Church of Christ, a Pentecostal. You found us in a bar room or wherever it was. Amen. And we thought we were happy. We thought we had peace until we really met peace. And then we realized how empty 
we really were. Thank you today, Jesus. Thank you. I'm sorry that I tried to put up all my defenses. I'm so sorry. I thank you for being willing to come beyond all my refusals over and over again. Because you were determined. Thank you, Father. Maybe there's one here and today that's not, not where they need to be. Lord Jesus, may you deal with their hearts. May you help them, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we thank you so much. May your word deal with us today, Father, we ask. Thank you, Lord. You love him, saints, with all your heart. I told you this testimony. I'll repeat it to you again. I received an email from a young married man down in Kentucky about six weeks ago, two months ago. He had known the Lord but backslid and entered into a real deep state of depression. Him and his wife having marriage problems. So he decides he's going to end it. So he drops his wife off at her mother's house, the two children. He goes home, gets his pistol out of his lockbox, goes into the kitchen, lays his keys and his cell phone down on the kitchen table, gets his gun, cocks it, sticks it in his mouth, takes what he thinks is his last breath. All of a sudden, his cell phone comes on, playing a sermon from Happy Valley Church. I'm preaching about depression and suicide. This man had not been streaming a service now. He had not been listening. Don't tell me God don't know how to push play. You imagine the Holy Ghost going to our website out here and getting the right sermon and starting it in the right spot. So this man, he's standing here like this. So he opens his eyes, pulls the gun out of his mouth, uncocks the gun, lays it down on the kitchen table, sits down at a kitchen chair, listens to the rest of that sermon. Whenever I offer prayer, just the way I did now, he met an altar right there at his kitchen table. Got down on his knees, rededicated his life to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God's determined. Now that's one of the best uses of a smartphone I have ever heard in my life. Praise Praise God. Praise God. Don't you love him, children? Aren't you glad he didn't leave you in your mess? He didn't leave you where you were. He was determined. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sing something for us, Eric. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The courtroom. Thank you, Lord. The judge turned my way. Thank you, Jesus. Looks like you're guilty. You're guilty. Oh, 
What did you 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you today, Lord. May we never forget that day, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We're so grateful, Father, it hasn't happened just one time, but many times. When we were in such straits, such dire needs that we didn't know what to do. And you come to our situation, Father. Thank you, Lord. You battle through our ideas. You battle through our traditions. You battle through our creeds and our know-it-all attitudes and whatever more to get to us, Father, to bring mercy, to bring help. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Oh, and it been good to be in church today, saints. Brother, come on. Amen. So good to be a child of God. Imagine one day he'll look at the state of the earth, the conditions, pre-tribulation. Death will have reached its heights. Disease will be so rampant. The sin of the world, the darkness of the world, all of a sudden, he'll say, today is the day. And he will come to our situation and lead us out of this world in a body change. Praise God. I want to be there more than anything in this world, don't you? Praise be to God. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your grace to us today. Thank you, Lord, for leading Brother Homer in this direction. We thank you for ministering to us, Lord, how we appreciate it. I pray that you would help us, Lord Jesus. I find it to be so amazing that Brother Branham, one of the last sermons that he ever spoke, and he said how he longed to feel like he did when he first got saved. That's something that was just new and refreshing Lord, I pray that you would help us. What, a, what a, a place this man had stood in the visions and visitations of the angels of God. And yet years of battles and difficulty had no doubt pulled on him and worked on that, that initial joy. Father, I'm sure if every one of us would be honest here today, we'd say, I'd like to feel that too. I think that's what that is right now that we're feeling that something. Thank you for it today, Lord, that refreshing, taking us back when we first met you, Lord. We so love you, Jesus. Go with us now, Father, watch over us, keep your hand upon us, bring us back here again Wednesday night, if it be pleasing to you, Lord, until that time that we're all gathered together. It's your great house. Lord, when you come out, you wipe the tears out of our eyes. The prophet said, we'll gather around your throne and say, Oh, Papa, I was lost and you found me. Papa, you come to me and each of us will share our testimony of the great things that you've done for us. We don't want to wait just to then to give you praise, but we want to say thank you today, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. God bless you, saints. Turn and shake somebody's hand, would you, and just tell them it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Been good to be in his presence once again. Thank the Lord.
more I seek you, the more I find you. Amen. Let's just sing this little song tonight, this morning as we go. Amen. Oh, the more I seek you, oh, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. I want to sit at your feet, drink from this cup in your hand, lay back against you and breathe, fill your heart. so deep it's more than I can understand I rest in your peace it's overwhelming the more I seek you oh the more I find you So oh.